As I was seeking Buddhism for answers to my real problems with evil spirits, I couldn't find the right answer, so I turned to Jesus and found the path to freedom. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about the demonic realm and how that plays out in someone's life for real and what it looks like to be tormented by demons. Now, I know some of you might be wondering demons and talk about it. It's just folklore. It's fairy tales. Maybe it's just a description of mental illness. But according to scripture, Demons are real. They're real beings that are fallen angels that are now against God, His kingdom, and they want to steal, kill, and destroy in people's lives. In our last show, we had Apizit Aitvaria share with us how he delved deeper into Buddhist teachings to try to alleviate his experiences with evil spirits, mental illness, anxiety, and depression. He was struggling so bad. He was asking the monks how to solve the issue. Spending every week going to temples, he was so dedicated, but his answers that he got only worsened his situation. As he was instructed to invite a spirit to share his merit with them, it became like a nightmare. He had this feeling, this cold feeling enter into his body, and the situation only worsened. Then, in a conversation with a friend of his who was a Christian, she shared with him the gospel of Jesus Christ, and he didn't quite understand. It didn't quite click with him. He wasn't really trying to find a new religion. He was trying to find answers to his faith. But then something happened to change his journey forever. I welcome back to the show. Thank you, Aunt. It's wonderful to be back. I, you are a very relatable person, man. And I appreciate how like, you're just a genuine person at that time seeking for the right answers, and you kept hitting a wall. Now, you're sitting there and you're like, this Christianity stuff is not really relatable, is what you last shared. How did you eventually receive Jesus Christ as your Savior? How does that work? Because this is not a good thing for your family. Like, they're not going to welcome you to become a Christian, right? Right, yeah. I mean, so when I was going through all that spiritual activity when I was 30, seeing the shadow figure and just not being able to find answers from the monks and in Buddhism. So I felt very, very hopeless and not knowing what's going to happen with my life. Mm. And it was actually as I was leaving class one evening, it was late, maybe 10 o'clock, and I'm going to my car. I turn on the car and then the radio comes on. And on the radio is a pastor, a preacher, and he's speaking. And oh. I'm confused as to why there's a preacher on my radio because I was not listening to any Christian stations at the time. Oh. So I was like, okay, well, if this is a sign from, quote, God, I'm going to listen. And what I took away from it was that sometimes we go through these difficult situations so that we can meet God. Mm. I went back to visit the church that I had visited like years before that my friends invited me to. Mm. And, you know, I go and I sit in the back and I just sit through the service. The pastor that day, began talking about demons. What he was speaking about was what I was going through. In my mind, I was like, what is going on? Like, this is so weird. (sighs) And so after service is over, the worship music is playing and I'm tearing and they asked me to get prayer. And so I said, yes. 
And they said, you know, we can pray for you, but to be truly free, you have to follow Jesus Christ. And I said, no, I wasn't ready for that. And so they just blessed me. Wow. I ended up going home that evening and it ended up being the scariest night, the worst night. What do you mean? What happened? So basically just feeling cold and just feeling like there's something in the room with me and even seeing like kind of like eyes like in the dark and Yikes. it was just not a good time. So something was angry. Something was angry. Something was stirred up. <laughs> Whoa. So there's some type of conflict. Definitely. Yeah. So Whoa. I woke up in the morning and I decided something's got to change. I can't go on this path anymore. Like I need this to be resolved one way or the other. Yeah. So I remember praying. I just put a prayer out there. I said, God, if you're real. On your own. Yeah, on my own. God, if you're real, then I need you to help me with my parents. Because, you know, I wanted to honor them growing up as a Buddhist. And I felt like I had to have their permission to even consider changing my faith. Whoa. So you're going to ask your parents who for generations have been Theravada Buddhists. And you're thinking in your mind, this isn't going to happen. So you're asking God to basically do the impossible. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I just didn't know how they're going to react. And I just didn't expect it was going to be smooth. But I catch them on Tuesday morning before they go to work. And I tell them, you know, I've been going through something. And I found something that I think would help me. And, you know, they asked me what it was. And I said, religion. And they said, which one? I said, Christianity. And they said, sure, if you think it's going to help you, then go ahead. What? Whoa. It was so smooth. And I was very in awe. I was amazed that it was so smooth. But oh I went God. over <laughs> I went over to the pastor's house and he again told me about Jesus and what he's done for me on the cross. And he asked me, do I want to follow him? And I said, yes. Whoa. So he led me through a sinner's prayer. He blessed me. And then that was the moment I chose to follow Christ. So how did things change at this moment? What's going on with his evil spirit at this point? Yeah. So I left his house thinking, hey, I guess I'm a Christian. And, you know, I go back to school and I'm still feeling the cold. I'm still feeling, you know, that nothing tangibly has changed except that I'm following Jesus now. Okay. But I was in the library studying by myself. And then I started feeling almost like an electrical current going through my feet. And that was a new sensation. I had no idea what it was. So I kept trying to get it to stop, but it wouldn't. And that electricity kind of started going up my body slowly. But everywhere it had already passed, everywhere below, it was warm. Like back to normal. Yeah, like not even just back to normal. It's almost like a warmth, almost like there was a heater or something. Whoa. So you're encountering God in the library at this point, a type of deliverance. Yeah, I had no idea it was. I just felt like, hey, this is strange, but at least I'm warm, right? So (laughs) that was going on throughout the day, though. But it kind of reached the top of my head in the evening. And then while I was in the classroom with maybe 50 kids, the tingling feeling was at the top of my head. And then the moment it hit the top of my head, the lights in the classroom turn off and on three times, on, off, on, off, on, off. Wow, my gosh. And then, you know, the teacher, the professor is like, oh, there's like a ghost in here. And the kids are laughing. But for me, I was like, oh, it's probably me. Wow. I left there just feeling warmth. And then I remember asking my pastor, like, what's going on with me? And he basically tells me, oh, you know, when you accept Jesus, you get the Holy Spirit. And that's what you felt coming into your body and pushing the other spirits out. Yeah, I was free that day. (laughs) Wow. Okay. 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 So, and it never had any more demonic encounters or anything like that at that point. Well, I wouldn't say that. So I was free from it, but my pastor did warn me. He said, you know, the demons, I didn't know there were demons before. They said the demons will still try to harass you and try to kind of bluff you thinking that they still have control, but they don't. So the coldness I felt was no longer in my body. It was outside now. Wow. He prepared me though. He kind of prepared me like, hey, these, you know. So you learned about spiritual warfare. My first lesson on spiritual warfare. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's good. Now, what about the depression, the anxiety? How did becoming a Christian change that? I was freed. I mean, I was freed. It was better. Just like that? 
What about the OCD? Yeah, I mean, I would just say I'm free. And there are times where like I will have the kind of depressed feeling or feel anxious and there's some kind of like I'll recognize it like, oh this is kind of what it was like before but it won't be the same mm-hmm. it's never been the same so you have solutions now turn to Jesus and scripture yeah turn to Jesus that's really what I do <laughs> and scripture and it's better right so real solutions wow so you're finding real solutions in faith in Jesus Christ where before you're hitting a wall okay that's good I just have one question is, as a former Buddhist, did you come to believe like Jesus was the only way or was it just one more adoption? Like, how did you know to forsake your former Buddhist beliefs? Yeah, it happened through all the discussions I had with other Christians where they told me, if you follow Jesus, you have to just follow him. Mm -hmm. And for me, I kind of felt like that was very arrogant, but... Right, at first. So that kind of was a hindrance. But then I knew that if I make this commitment, I have to let go of my Buddhist past and follow only Jesus. I knew that going into it. So now looking back, how many years is this? Over 12 years. 12 years. So looking back, did you make the right decision? A hundred percent, a thousand percent, a million percent. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm so thankful that he saved me. Amen. It's so wonderful. What would you tell someone real quick who's on the fence about accepting Jesus as their savior? Should they make that jump in faith like you did? Why? I would tell that person to look into who Jesus is and do your research. You know, we look into a lot of things, education, retirement, but invest in eternity. Mm -hmm. And I would say, yeah, put your trust and faith in Jesus and you will not regret it. I promise. Wow. I thanks again so much for being ever so transparent with your transformation in Christ. I mean, it just astounds me how Jesus is still alive and setting people free from their ailments of the mind and of these spirits. So thank God, Jesus set you free. Truly, you've given us a lot to digest here, my friend. Thank you so much again. Yeah, thank the Lord and thank you, An, for having me. Absolutely, my friend. This is great, guys. Let's dive deeper right after the short break. Hey everyone, as an evangelist, I'm really into changing people's lives with a powerful message of the cross. Do you know people are getting set free from drugs, addictions, and internal anguish by the power of the Holy Spirit working through our show? Will you ask the Holy Spirit if He wants you to partner with us financially? Every donation will help us to reach 1 million more people. Think of it, 30 people giving $100 a month will bring this show in front of 1 million more people. Will you help me to get to one more city in the U.S.? You can give by going to awakenthenations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? Maybe you're wondering, how does Jesus get rid of demons in someone who is experiencing demonic possession or oppression? Let's talk about this. I said that he was receiving Christ, and it was a big part of that answer. But also learning how to rebuke demons in Jesus' name helped him as well. So how does receiving Christ drive out demons? Let me show you. In ancient scripture, Jesus tells us how this works. In Luke chapter 11, 20-22, Jesus says, But if I cast out demons with the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Now when a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcomes him, he takes from him all his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoils. That means the finger of God 
here is what it says, is used to drive out demons. And this means that the Spirit of God has a power to overcome the power of any and all demons to become stronger, and then to drive them out and take over the spoils, which is the person. For someone to be truly delivered from demonic possession, they need to invite Christ into their lives to dwell forever. But who has the power to do this? Well, according to scriptures, is written in Mark chapter 16, 17-18. It says, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So according to this, who is it? Is it pastors, evangelists, preachers? No, it's true believers have the power to cast out demons. And I sense someone right now is in need of casting out demons that they've been dealing with their whole lives. Demons of all sorts of problems. You know that saying, we're all dealing with our internal demons? Let's not deal with them. Instead, let's cast them out. Father God, I'm praying with a person who is saying, gosh, I have a lot of things I'm dealing with. And right now, we together, in Jesus' mighty name, we cast those things out. We break all connection to demonic powers right now in Jesus' name. And instead, we receive Jesus Christ. We receive you, Lord Jesus, into our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Hope you're blessed by this testimony. And I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.